Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. It's Tuesday, October the 13th. First today, we've got an update on the coronavirus situation from the man in charge of our health here in Kent. It's after the government announced their new three-tier lockdown strategy. You might have heard yesterday the county is in the medium risk group, which means the rules stay the same for the time being. That's things like the rule of six, the 10pm pub curfew and wearing face masks in shops. With the infection rate here in the county has fallen in the past few days and is well below the national average. However, Sevenoaks and Tunbridge Wells are the areas with the highest rate of infection in the county right now. Andrew scott Clark is Kent's Director of Public Health. We know that rates are relatively low across Kent and Medway, but we are seeing a slow growth of those um, cases uh, and therefore uh, we expect to be in, in that medium criteria. That means that people need to maintain their social distances, maintain the rule of six, wear masks where appropriate and public, uh, particularly where they can't maintain that two metre distancing, uh, to wash hands frequently uh, and to be very careful about uh, their, their movements, uh, particularly outside the home. We are seeing uh, differential rates across our um, local populations. We have seen this right from the start of the pandemic, so therefore there is no surprise that some of our districts are slightly higher than others. We do know particularly for Seven Oaks and Tunbridge Wells area that we had COVID seeded in from people returning from holidays abroad. So we, we do see higher rates in those, in those areas, um, but overall, Uh, As I say, those rates aren't anywhere near the national average. And you can see a full breakdown of the stats at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online News. Well, the impact of the pandemic continues to be felt in Kent as jobless figures show another rise in unemployment. Stats out today show just over 72,000 people were claiming out-of-work benefits in September. That's 665 more than in August. Across the UK, the jobless rate has risen to 4.5% in the three months to August. There were also 673,000 fewer people on company payrolls last month. That's compared to before the national lockdown in March. Neil Carberry from the Recruitment and Employment Confederation expects the trend to continue. I think we're going to see a a longer period of higher than normal redundancies as the labour market adjusts. But what's important to remember is that jobs are created all the time in the British economy as well. Meantime, the company that owns Harvester and Toby Carvery has launched a consultation on job cuts. Mitchells and Butlers, which also runs All Bar One, says it's facing significant difficulties because of stricter coronavirus measures. It's not known yet if any jobs or restaurants in Kent will be affected. Some court and crime news now, and a man's gone on trial accused of murdering his mother in Medway. Leslie Spearing died after being stabbed at her home on Oastview Terrace in Raynham last October. The court's heard her. Her son, 28-year-old Jamie Burnett from Old Road in Chatham, suffers from mental illness and a judge has ruled he's unable to plead. The jury will need to decide if he did the act. 
A sitting-born man's admitted threatening to burn down a house after breaking up with his girlfriend. A court heard Daryl Martin's ex had locked herself in her room after seeing him with a knife when she asked him to leave the property. The 22-year-old from Trinity Road was given a conditional discharge for a year and told to pay just over £100 in costs. And a teenager's been arrested after a boy was stabbed in the back at a park in Faversham. The 16-year-old was taken to hospital after being attacked in broad daylight at the recreation ground on Sunday. His injuries are not thought to be serious. A 15-year-old boy is being questioned on suspicion of assault. Kent Online News. Tests have been getting underway today to determine which children in Kent and Medway can apply for a place at a grammar school for next September. The Medway test is first before the Kent test is taken on Thursday. Ordinarily, they would have been sat in September, but were pushed back because of the pandemic, which saw many children spend up to six months out of school. Graham Jones is an education law specialist at Whitehead Moncton Solicitors in Maidstone. I think this year it's going to be even more difficult than normal. Um, The Kent test is always a challenge. We have selective education and therefore some parents will decide their children will take the Kent test to try to get to the grammar schools. And that with it will always bring nerves because schools don't tutor you for the Kent test. They're not allowed to. But this year, of course, children have been out of school for a substantial amount of time. Um, They're behind on the curriculum, so they're going into the Kent test even possibly more unprepared than usual. The advice I give every year about taking the Kent test, if your child is grammar school material, they will be able to get through the Kent test. If they have been artificially coached and they're not really going to be suited to grammar school, they shouldn't be taking the Kent test in the first place. What you have in the middle is the band of children that may have a bad day in the office when the test takes place. And that's what the appeal system is for. So there are appeals. If a school thinks a child should be, should have passed, well, you can go through the appeal process. The problem is now, of course, we've got a situation whereby the test results don't come out until after the closing date for choice of schools. So that's another another added pressure. I think you just have to encourage your child and say to them, you will do your best and whatever happens, you will get the best education that's suited to you. I think it'll be interesting to see how the appeal process works. Of course, they set the pass mark and we don't know what the pass mark will be and how that'll be interpreted. The the issue on appeals will always be the same. There will be the oversubscription appeals and there will be the problem on the day appeals. The oversubscription appeals are going to be the same as ever. It's going to be down to a school, whether a school is prepared to put on a new class. With regard to the performance appeals, I would hope that the appeals panels will be a little more lenient. Everybody is going to be in the same boat. Everybody is under the same pressure. But you may well have a child that's just come out of um, isolation. That might cause them problems on the day. Will the appeals panel take that into account? I hope it'll be a consideration. Arrangements are being made for any child who can't sit the test at school because they have symptoms or are isolating. Results are due out in late November. The government's decision to reopen Manston Airport as a cargo hub 
club will be challenged in court. A judge has given permission to campaigners who applied for a judicial review after launching a crowdfunder which has raised more than £80,000. The site's owner, River Oak Strategic Partners, say they'll be meeting with lawyers today. A cyclist has narrowly avoided being hit by a high-speed train on a level crossing near Canterbury. At Kent Online, you can see the shocking footage of the near miss at Charton. The southeast service was travelling at around 80 miles per hour at the time and the driver had to use the emergency brake. Now, there's a warning to parents in Herne Bay after a man reportedly asked children if they wanted to go with him rather than school. It's said to have happened in Rentham Avenue yesterday morning. Mums and dads with children at Briary Primary and Herne Bay High have been contacted and we're told police are investigating. Meantime, police are urging us to look out for romance fraud after revealing it's cost victims in Kent £1.8 million in the last year. Now, it usually happens when scammers gain a person's trust by talking to them online before asking for money. More than 180 cases have been reported in the 12 months to August, but it's thought the true number could be much higher as many victims feel too embarrassed to report it. Kent Online's been told how more young people are deciding to come out to their parents during lockdown. Those in charge of Gravesham and Medway Pride events this year say they've had lots of people contact them about how best to tell their loved ones about their sexuality. 19-year-old Craig from Medway decided to come out while spending more time with his mum and dad. He's been speaking to the Kent Online podcast. Before lockdown, I mean, you know, it was on my mind whether to do it or not. But, you know, I was able to sort of distract myself with things, uh, whether that be sort of going to uni every day, um, sort of doing other things. And I sort of felt like lockdown sort of forced me, in a sense, to think about myself a bit more. Um, I couldn't use those sort of distractions to try and sort of, you know, delay sort of my thinking about it. So do you feel like it was more of um, the kind of isolation of being very, you know, very alone with your thoughts, I guess, in terms of like being in lockdown, stuck at home? Um, But was it also anything to do with spending more time with your family? Um, Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, to to a degree, I'd say so. Um, Because, you know, yeah, you do spend a lot more time with your family. You sort of get to know the views um a bit more i'd say than what you would normally um because you do sort of just spend more time with them lockdown did sort of make me closer with my family um than i had been previously because of just simple things that you know most of the days didn't really get to see my parents because i was off at uni or they were at work but what was you know kind of their reaction to you coming out as well what was the vibe so 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 my uh my mother uh, the first the first thing my mother said was i know uh which was uh <laughs> uh it was funny but i was also just like oh <laughs> okay um Mums always know. they always know <laughs> they do they do um because this is sort of the thing as well um it, it was always sort of like hinted at by my parents especially my brother I think my brother was probably the first person to suspect because um, he he used to sometimes bring up questions like sometimes he used to ask me in private if I was um, and obviously then I, I didn't say I was um, 
but yeah he definitely sort of had his suspicions and but no yeah my my mum said she knew uh which was quite funny um and she was perfectly fine and my dad uh i mean he was a bit taken back a bit because uh, he is a pretty sort of traditional guy but he's fine he's been completely fine with it so i've been quite lucky actually uh to be honest um had no really no bad um effects from it so quite lucky however there are concerns some may not be getting the support they need with gay bars facing the 10 p.m curfew a football team set up for men in kent who've lost a child have had their kit and equipment stolen the sands charity team based in kings hill had to call off their match at the weekend after balls bibs flags a first aid box and spare shirts were taken from the assistant manager's car overnight it was an especially important game for the bereaved dads on Baby Loss Awareness Week. And finally, you might remember this story from last week. A student who hadn't received his degree because of a dispute over a £17 bill. The Uni of Kent were asking Joshua Ingle from Northfleet for the money to pay for repairs in student accommodation. He says he didn't cause the damage. Well, Josh has now told us the fee appears to have been waived and he's been told he will get his certificate next month. That's it for today, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. To do that, head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.